I imagine you would like to hear Anna play her Mozart sonata. Of course, please, make yourself comfortable. Always think first of music and not to impress us, and never start until you are ready. This is first arts of any music. Learn to listen to silence, atmospheric silence. Only then can we understand future and perspective. At this stage, I viewed piano pieces as obstacle courses for fingers, in which the object was getting through to the end, largely unscathed. The first movement of the Mozart sonata was a hazardous place, but I dodged a few accidentals in the development section and made it to the double bar line. There was silence. I looked at my mother, who looked at my grandfather, who looked at Mrs Sivan. Thank you, she said finally. You like chocolate, yes? Come with me and I give wonderful chocolate. My mother nodded encouragingly and I followed Mrs Sivan out to the kitchen where she gave me a bachi chocolate wrapped in silver foil and then another and then two more. I give you kiss, she said. Nine-year-old girl who tries so hard, of course you must be allowed to learn. But always remember, sounds themselves are emotional response and reflection of contents of your heart and mind. Music is not just playing right notes in right time, but digestion hugely important. Enormous job, really, but so rewarding, and so makes it worth to live. Later, Mrs Sivan explained that she had taken pity on me, that any child who laboured through a Mozart sonata, so ill-equipped, deserved to be taught. Her acceptance is not without conditions, my grandfather said in the car on the way home. Mrs Sivan expects you to practice more. Two hours a day but not all at once. 40 minutes before school, 40 minutes in the afternoon, and 40 minutes in the evening. Two hours a day. It sounded catastrophic, but also thrilling. My first lesson with Mrs Sivan was scheduled for the following week. Now that I had passed the audition, I felt more confident. The hard work was done. I put the music on the stand and positioned my hands over a G major chord. Not, she called out. Stop! But I haven't even started. Of course music has started already. She reached over and took my hand. The fingers are the orchestral musicians. The elbow must be here for to conduct. We must hear the sound before, and then immediately we relax. As she demonstrated a chromatic scale, her hand had the grace of a small animal. I am relaxed, I insisted, and imitated her. But my little finger stuck up vertically, an incriminating, impertinent erection. Not, you are playing, not listening. This was something she repeated for years before I started to understand it. It is only by hearing a sound first in your imagination that you relax, and it is only by relaxing that you properly hear that sound, be mindful of that sound, understand it as a sound in time, in context of a past and a future. Not, not like this, this is spaghetti fingers. As I played, I skated across the top of the keyboard, but now she took my fingers and introduced them to the bottom of the keys, so that I felt the security of gravity, of contact with the earth. Here, feel the depths. Slowly I would learn to live here, transferring these safe depths from sound to sound, avoiding spillage. You must have strong fingers! She buried her fingertips into the top of my arm, so that I almost fell off the stool. Oh, my darling, I am sorry, I forget my strength. She laughed. Always remember, your hands must speak. Your hand and your instrument are one, not two, and your music inside of you. Somehow, over the years that followed, 
she transferred a physical knowledge from her hands to mine. You do not consciously mould your hands into sounds any more than you consciously shape your mouth to form a word. You put them on the instrument and you speak. Every note is important, she said. Every sound says something. I examined the score warily, wondering what this F-sharp said, what the meaning of this embellishment might be. Every piece tells a story, she concluded. Next week, I want you to tell me story of this second movement. Back at home, I placed the Mozart score on the kitchen bench and stared miserably at the second movement, waiting for it to talk to me. What sort of story? I asked my mother. You're good at stories. Why don't you just make one up? Like what? I asked. I don't know. A little girl goes to the zoo or something. So I invented a story and grafted it onto the movement. Here a little girl buys some fairy floss.